One Simple Idea by Stephen Key. One Sentence Summary. One Simple Idea shows you how to turn your ideas into licensed product and build companies around those that use outsourced manufacturers to produce, market, sell, ship and distribute those products. My favorite quote from the author is, it doesn't matter whether your idea is big or small, it doesn't have to be the next best thing since sliced bread. Stephen Key Food heating lunchboxes, biodegradable deodorant, a zen rap album, an easy self-tester for alcohol levels, the number of ideas I've come up with over the years is staggering, trust me. Sometimes I sketched them, sometimes I just made a note, and on a few occasions I even ran into them in the real world a few, real, few years later, the only thing I never did was execute them. <laughs> According to Stephen Key, you don't have to. He's been renting out his own ideas for decades, coming up with small tweaks and incremental improvements to existing products and then licensing them with established companies who go on to build and sell the product. In this book, he teaches you how to do the same. Here are three lessons from one simple idea. 1. Eliminate the competition by partnering with them. 2. Get your foot in the door of manufacturers with referrals from established buyers. 3. For new products, always make sure they appeal to a sub-audience. Want to leisurely license your ideas and make money? Let's do this. One simple idea, lesson one. Eliminate your competition by simply partnering with them. This answers the question, how can you deal with someone who's competing with you for the same idea? When you come up with ideas that are incremental improvements, they have the benefit of being validated already. If people buy red umbrellas, chances are they'll buy green ones too. However, it also means that there will already be plenty of others trying to sell differently colored umbrellas. Steven suggests taking on a if you can't beat them, join them mentality and to always explore opportunities to work together with competitors. For example, his company Hot Picks creates fun guitar picks, covered with pictures of celebrities or shaped in the form of certain symbols or even Disney characters. Instead of starting a war with their competitor Dunlop, they simply hired them as a contractor to produce their guitar picks, turning a fight over market share into a win-win situation. Whether these collaborations are about marketing, service or production doesn't matter, but trying to turn enemies into allies will save you a lot of time and stress. One simple idea, lesson two. Use referrals to get your foot in the door with good manufacturers. This answers the question, if I don't produce my own product, how can I make sure I get quality items? One of the most crucial points of licensing out your idea for custom-designed popcorn buckets is finding someone who, re who makes really good popcorn buckets. We've all bought a cheap knockoff with a wrongly spelled fake designer brand name at least once in our lives. At least I know I have. Or gotten a product that fell apart the minute we looked at it. Renting out your ideas means that in the end you will stand for the product's quality with your name. So make sure you live up to it. As Warren Buffett likes to say, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and 5 minutes to ruin it. Whoever manufactures your product better be good. But the best suppliers already have a lot of business, so how can you get a class A producer as a newbie? By getting a referral. Remember the collaborations mentioned before? If you can get one of the major players in your field to introduce you to their manufacturer, you'll have a foot in the door and can negotiate a deal with someone who'll deliver top-notch quality. 
You can't just call Nike and say, I have this great idea for a running shoe, will you make it and put my name on it? But getting John, the local sports store owner, to introduce you to his contact at Nike? That's doable. One simple idea, lesson 3. When you come up with new products, make sure they appeal to a sub-audience of your current customers. This answers the question, what's one important aspect to look at when trying to outsource your ideas? Lastly, chances are you won't stop at renting out one idea, because if you can get it to work once, you'll want more of it. But there's one pitfall you have to avoid when coming up with more products that are similar to your previous one, changing the target audience. For example, let's say you come up with an extra set of custom hiking trail maps for a car navigation system. The product's out, it sells. People love to drive around mountains knowing where to go. So now you think, why not sell an ambient lighting system for cars that adapts depending on what music's playing? Sure, this is also a car gadget, but the audience is entirely different. People who buy map sets want to go somewhere outdoors and hike. Music freaks who want their lighting to match the bass probably want to stay inside the car as long as possible. It might seem like they're tangentially related, but not really. Instead, build something that either serves the same customer segment or a subset. In this case, it could be a portable charger for GPS systems, so people can take the maps outside or another set with maps of good fishing lakes for hobby fishermen. For example, Hot Picks started with picks aimed at rockers and with Disney picks just expanded their audience to teens and children. A subset of guitar players, but not an entirely different audience. Here's what I learned from one simple idea by Stephen Key. My comment on this one will be rather brief. For one simple reason, I have no idea what to make of this book. Or rather, the initial feeling I had was not very positive. So I only read the summary on Blinkist. Uh, and I felt like, my god, this is bullshit. Let me read you the subtitle of the book. Turn your dreams into a licensing gold mine while letting others do the work. Now, here's, here's one of the most profound truths I've, I know in my life. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And I know this idea has probably worked for some people. It seems to have worked for Stephen Key. I remember looking at his website and the many, many products he has. But at the same time, he literally sells this like a recipe to turn water into wine or metal into gold like literally that's what it feels like it's that sleazy and scammy and that's how it comes across i read some of the so what i did afterwards is uh because i didn't read the book i read the blinks i looked at the book's uh table of contents on amazon and i realized wow actually it seems that the blinks like blinkist really screwed up the blinks because uh, what they didn't they didn't they left out entire sections of the book like pitching your idea or submitting it to potential licensees and so on and those felt like the valuable the meaty parts like how do you actually do this shit right um so blink has screwed up the blinks of this book uh, on the other hand the book itself has super sleazy marketing and third, it seemed that even from looking at the... So I looked at the table of contents and looked like, okay, so there might actually be a follow a formula you can follow here, but I have no idea if I could extract it. Um, and then the last part that sort of broke the camel's back... Yeah, that's how you say it. Broke the camel's back was that... 
I read the reviews on Amazon and there were like the reviews that are rated helpful and so on, right? And the best like five-star reviews because I wanted to say, see what people have uh, said positively about this book. And first of all, this book covers a time frame of like 10 to 20 years, right? Because um, you have to... There's like another hoop, another hoop, another hoop you have to jump through and all these steps, they take really long because licensing and franchising and, I don't know, filing a patent and all that kind of stuff, like that takes forever, right? So it's not very, like, you would have to follow this book for like 10 years to actually see results. And then what people said in the five star, in the best reviews, they were like, oh yeah, this really got me thinking about my old idea list, blah, 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 blah. And that's when I was like, man, I know what this book is. This is a feel-good book. It's a feel-good book that's not designed to make you take action. That's what I got from it. Because all the people writing glowing reviews, the people complaining said it lacked actionable stuff, and the people writing glowing reviews, they were just the feel-good people who read the book because it made them feel better about not doing shit about their ideas, and that was that, right? So because they didn't actually do something, they just looked at their old ideas, and then they didn't do anything with them. Like, I'm gonna... There were, like, a lot of I'm gonna posts. Yeah, fuck that. Um, sorry for cursing so much. Um, I get really aggravated. Um, so yeah, there's there's not too much. So if you have read this book, but I don't know, I think some, I think I remember Nebel Medora said he had. He's a good guy, copywriter. I think he had read this book. I think he got really excited about it, and he didn't do anything either. I think I think that's what happened. Um, or or he went to some of his seminars or something like that, and then he finally did something. So, um, I would say. Please, if you want to prove me wrong on this one, please um, feel free. I would love to find out that this book is actually not crap. But until I do, I'm not going near it until I have a proper reason to. The other thing is the whole idea, it sounds just too good to be true. I mean, yeah, yeah, you have the idea, outsource everything and then you're a millionaire. I mean, we've all heard about that. Nothing comes without hard work. Um, if you really want to do something like this, I would re recommend looking at dropshipping. There's another summary called Alibaba's World that I would like you to check out. I think that's going to bring a whole lot more value to you in that case. Um, or, or check out my friend Tim Cock. Uh, Tim, T-I-M-K-O-C-K dot D-E, I believe. Um, he knows how to set up dropshipping businesses. And, what he, and dropshipping is a little different because what you do is you do all the marketing and the selling and so on of existing products and you basically just get white label content, which is a manufacturer, for example, in China making the stuff for you, like say your, um, let's say trinkets, and they make trinkets and they, and they put your name on it and then, it's, and then they send it directly to the customer so you don't have to take care of the logistics, but you would do all the marketing and so on and building the business and such. So I think that's a lot more viable and, and valuable to learn than this kind of crap. So <laughs> one simple idea by Stephen Key, please prove me wrong if you know how to. Um, and yeah, I hope to see you on the next one. I hope you still learned something. I tried to make the lessons valuable anyways. I always do. Um, but even if you didn't, I wouldn't blame you. And I will see you on one of the next summaries.